0: hard to explain to people like what it feels like to have just exposure to thousands of people um you know what i'm saying do you feel that way just
1: i mean for most people they literally have no consideration for what they're about to say when they talk into their phone if that's what they do like if it's not their job they can just share their opinions on anything and everything and i'm not saying i don't have any strong opinions but I think if you've ever been in our position and you pick up the phone to start talking, you've had that thought. Like, should I say this? <laughs> is this
0: for <laughs> right. my? You know, because right,
1: I don't want to live in here, bro. Like, those 98- of you
0: listening, he's pointing to his head.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. So, like, ninety eight percent of the things that I want to say never come out,
0: <laughs> <laughs> which is terrifying. Actually, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you get uh I told you, maybe I've never told this story on here, but so, you know, I kind of blew up on TikTok over the over COVID. Like everybody was looking at it and I was there. It was kind of perfect timing. And uh my I made a TikTok once cuz I had a, I had a neighbor who kept bringing me tomatoes. And I don't really like tomatoes like that but she would bring them over, not just a couple like baskets of tomatoes. Mm -hmm. And so I did a TikTok where I was like saying thank you, but like I was also then what I was really thinking. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And you would have thought, I mean, I had people like, and it was funny, it was just funny. And I, and I kind of pretended like every time she brought them over, I went and put them in the compost. I was like, thank you. But then I dumped them in the compost because like, I'm not going to eat them. But I got people like, you're so disingenuous. I'm you get an unfollow for me. And like, I was like, oh, my gosh, you yeah. holier than thou people have never had a conflicting thought in your entire life or, you know seen something and thought something but you aren't supposed to say it with TikTok it's funny because you say it you say the things that you're not supposed to say and that is funny cuz everyone's like i totally get that like my my neighbor brings me cucumbers and i can't stand it but i love my neighbor and i was like i started getting super jaded about like social media in general and people being like you are, I, I just, I couldn't believe it. It was like my most controversial TikTok yet was like my actual feelings about my tomato neighbor.
1: So I, I got a little bit of hate earlier this year for a post I made on IG. I was, so I was traveling and I was at a gas pump in Nashville. And there was a car in front of me. And um, I could tell by just looking at this guy and he was not comfortable with the situation. He had his car pulled up to the pump in front of me and he was kind of walking circles around the car, like looking for how to get the, get the gas pump in. Right. Didn't know where it was. So I just figured he, you know, the guy didn't know how to pump gas or something. So I, I got my phone out. I was like, this is going to be great. I'm going to watch this, you know, because it was interesting to me. It was funny. You know, this is one of those things that like, oh did you see? So I saw
0: No, but I know where you're going. Oh, you got a little backlash.
1: I did. So like, number one, he finally found where the gas pump went. It's like a five minute thing, right? So like he finds the thing, then he figures out how to open it. So clearly it's like a rental or something. Like it's not his fault, but like, it's still funny. So then he goes over and gets the gas pump and he's parked too far away. Like he stretches it out. (laughs) So, so then he's like, he gets it across the car he's like four inches from being able to get it in. Then his wife gets out of the car. Like, they're both looking at it like, what do we do? What do we do? And his wife starts like pointing at him and like, you know, like, this is fucking awesome. You know, and of course I shared that with the world. And so like, of course, now I'm like, oh, Oh, man, you shouldn't be judging people. It was just a funny moment in life.
0: It's not a bit. Yeah.
1: I got out and help him. It's not my fucking place to help this guy pump gas. You know, like.
0: Yeah we'll it's it is funny. Yeah, you you like people who people who comment aren't like that have never created content. Cuz if you have a job where you're responsible for creating content as we are, just meaning like that's part of that's part of the 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 deal. Yeah. You are at some point going to do something or say something dumb. It's happened to all of us. And yeah. the only ones who put that hate out there for you are people who don't create who, but who have the same thoughts.
1: Well, this, like, is the, this is my, like, if it was, this is my like measurement, like, is it the right thing to share and record? Like if it was me at the pump and someone videotaped me doing that, if you don't post it, you're an idiot. Like I will laugh at me.
0: Right. I will right. Right. Oh, that's don't a good point.
1: If that's my like right. level, should I post it or not? Like, yeah, embarrassing or is it funny? You know, I'm like, it would probably be a little embarrassing to me, but for the right reasons, like for the right reasons, I know. Yeah.
0: Well, anyway, I do like- you do what? I like tomatoes. I know. I I've actually like I've found a little fun with some cherry tomatoes, but I don't know what it is. Like a a big. Overripe tomato, maybe maybe I had a bad experience or something like that. But man,
1: hey, something gross. When we were growing up, we used to eat tomatoes like apples.
0: Yeah, no, I know. Delicious. Okay. Yeah, I I know. I mean, I know. Mitch loves tomatoes, so. Mm -hmm. All right. So today, uh, I really wanted to talk with you about this is kind of a concept, right? I think as a coach, I'm constantly thinking about ways to help people re-engage or stay stay the course, helping them think ahead, plan ahead, understand that like what we're doing is building a lifestyle where we know the eight week challenges are a great place to start. They're a great launching pad, but this is, when you think about something forever, you can't really start it over. To me, it's like saying, "I want to start, uh, oh, uh, like I'm having trouble in my marriage. We're starting over, like, or I'm, um, you know, you starting a job over, like I screwed up. I'm starting a job over. Like the best case scenario for me for people who stop and start and come like, like if you even if you have a bad weekend, being Monday, it's like I'm starting over." I think the feeling of wiping the slate clean makes sense, right? You're like, okay, fresh start. But I think we're a little addicted to the fresh start. And it's, it's, you can't start over. Like, I think the best case is somebody has a bad weekend or a bad week, or they leave the app for a month or whatever, and you come back and you actually take some time to learn what went wrong and what you're going to do differently starting over is almost like a it's like a cop out like you can't start over you know what I'm saying
1: I do I think for me I think people are and this is kind of where the start over thing rubs me a little raw I think we see it a little bit differently but only because I think the people you're talking about are so used to starting over but what we're really saying is that it's too easy for you to quit (laughs) right like so you give up too easy so you're constantly starting over when you give yourself the grace to start over again and again and again for no real reason like you know like for instance i have plenty of people who you know be one or two weeks into their journey and they'll be you know struggling or even they'll have their stuff together And they'll have a birthday party and you know like a kid's birthday party right and they're like well i just decided i was going to start over again on monday you know i was just gonna little johnny needs me to eat that cake for him to be happy you know it's like it's really important to johnny that he sees me eat those four cupcakes it's important to his happiness not mine i'm doing it for him but anyway neither here nor there
0: way to sacrifice yeah
1: way to sacrifice for the kids um but they do it so often that they're numb to the accountability of quitting. You know, quitting should be hard. Anything in your life that you stop doing intentionally, like we all make mistakes. Things happen, right? You may be on a very tight budget. Your power goes out. You lose all your food in the refrigerator. So you have to figure out like, okay, I just need to eat the food that I have to stay alive. Like that's a legitimate thing. Like if you came to me with that and it was a real thing, I'd be like, well, all right, well, we're. We have to do what we can. Next time you get paid, we'll go to the grocery store. We'll get after this again. Like that's legitimate, right? I don't know. We'll just say that it is. But if you decide for whatever reason that you're not going to stay on track, you decide to quit, you do that over and over, you become numb to it. So there's no accountability. So starting over is really like, it's too easy for you, right? If There's nothing to hold you accountable. You start over too often. I just think it's something that uh, people overuse,
0: yeah. I mean, maybe maybe that is it too. Um you know it it's it is so easy to quit, you know it, it really shouldn't. it 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 really is easy to quit, I think and and I've been there, you know you you may not have been there, but in the last, you know, I always talk about my funk at forty two. 42 is my worst year. Like when I turned 40, that was my, I was like the fastest I'd been. I was in, you know, the healthiest I'd been. I was still deep into endurance racing. I, I didn't feel it at 40, 42. Yes. And I kept in my mind committing to uh, like, you know, a new approach, new strategy, new. And, and I, I kept, I, it was a really weird time. I kept, I, I didn't think of it as quitting at the time, but it was, I was just constantly looking for a new, faster, better way. And so I kind of could justify it in my mind, you know, like because I was searching for something. So it sort of seemed like, well, I mean, you're quitting that, but you're searching for something. You're searching for something else. You know,
1: I'm going to say something that's really probably way out there, but does the size of the promise you make to yourself matter? <laughs> Does it? I mean, I, I want you to like, so, we you know, we just talked about this part of jumping on here. Like ultimately what I'm asking you is in, it's integrity. Does the size of your promise that you make to yourself matter? And the reason I say that, you know, we talk about quitting and how easy it is. And if I were to take you to a different spot other than food. So for all the wives and all the husbands out there listening, how important is the promise that you made to your spouse to be faithful Mm. you know how often do you quit that right and like why don't you look at everything in your life the same way as that like it's a promise you made to someone else to yourself that you're going to act and behave a certain way that's in line with you know being married so and I know it's a really big reach to take like your marriage to like a nutritional plan or like a fitness plan but if you think about it, if you're someone that values the things you tell yourself, like it's the same thing, you know, sure. One might be a little less important overall, but ultimately they're both promises to yourself. Like, why is it so easy to quit one, but not the other? What do you think about something like that?
0: Well, that's a, that's a good point. I wonder if you could, I wonder if you could suggest to to clients, like, and I mean, I have too over the years. Yeah, like, like the com- the commitment of marriage is pretty obvious one. Sure. But I wonder if you maybe what we should do is like start. You and I can start leading nutrition and fitness ceremonies, whereby you invite all of your friends and family. You register for new athletic gear. <laughs> you you take an oath, and you would be. Absolutely fucking embarrassed if
1: (laughs) they could have been like,
0: (laughs) like you wear you wear a ring, you like yeah you have an anniversary. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, maybe maybe that's kind of the problem. Is like, is we don't you just say it? That's the that's the other thing we've talked about this before. You get people who are just like I feel like they're just like. I think I need to do this and they commit, but they're not really in it. Right. But what and do you if, think about the ceremony? We should do that.
1: I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, can we make, can we, what's the right word for like when you become, when you're allowed to marry people? Oh,
0: and like, yeah, like we, we are ordained already. There like I don't yeah. even know. I like, I, I have a nutrition certification. Like I'll just bring that and we could. I am going, oh, going to have No, no. Right.
1: But seriously though, seriously. That's <laughs> funny. That's really good. <laughs> we could do them proxy like via over the <laughs> right.
0: Right. I'm like, I don't know what else to do sometimes at this point. Like, I actually think people might respond well to that.
1: I I want to get to your your actual point of this weekend, you know, I was at like a community gathering and I had probably a dozen of the people in my community there and they, we went to dinner together and it was actually at breakfast. I'll say that it was at breakfast the next day this came up, you know, and they, they were all waiting for me to order first. They wanted to see like what I was going to get, like based, based on what I ordered. White
0: Toast people and a pancake maybe pens.
1: Based on what I ordered, they were going to order, right? Mm-hmm. Like they, which tells me everything I need to know, right? Like you should order what you're adhering to at the time. And, and here's the thing I explained to them. They're like, well, what are you going to get? And I'm like, well, I actually did have a salad, like a, a chicken salad, but not because of anything other than right now I'm adhering to my plan. But I showed them, I showed them my app. Like I have absolutely nothing tracked in my app this weekend right? And they're like, well, you know, what's going on? I'm like, well, you know, for me, it's truly is a lifestyle. I know that I'm going to have these periods of time, like when I travel and honestly, I just don't want to deal with it. Like I know exactly what I need to do to stay on track and not go out of bounds. You know, I'm I'm not going to make progress, but I'm not going to lose progress. I'm going to make great decisions. Right. And I'm not, I'm not worried about the fall of that. And I showed them my app, like, I already had Monday pre-tracked today. Like I knew when I got back exactly how I was going to execute, get right back on the plan and keep going. But that's a reasonable strategy for someone who's going to do this for the next 30 years or until God takes me off this earth. Like it works for me, you know, if, so if, I'll stop there and let you talk. So I know you probably well, got some thoughts.
0: No, I actually, that's really good because the point is you weren't like, I just, They didn't ask and you're like, oh, I'm going to start over Monday. You're like, you're on a, like life is like rolling here, people. Like it's a, it's the, it's like, there's no intermission break. There's no commercial break. You don't start a new episode. Like it's a rolling situation. And let's take the example of you this weekend. Okay. So an evolving, an evolving fitness journey would be Uh, you always had to track your weekends to I don't need to track my weekends anymore to I can go long periods without tracking but I'm not nobody's starting over like you don't get to do that and I think if you always think you can start over that's your license to quit
1: right no I agree I, I had
0: a client tell me once now listen she was over 300 pounds maybe three getting to the high threes she told me she's absolutely addicted to the fresh start because it it it's her excuse to binge and there's something super okay you know what I I found a new plan I'm it's Monday. And I, I'm going to, I'm going to go hog wild all weekend, but I got a fresh start Monday. And she just does that over and over and over. And that was really insightful for me for some, like my clients tell me a lot of stuff that helps me so much. The way they say it is like, I hadn't thought of it that way, but like, that is a fact, just loving the fresh start, the new program, the new six week challenge that it gives every, it's like a dopamine blast. Yeah. And then, you know, 10 days later, 50% of the people quit because the, that, that all wears off thoughts.
1: No, I, I, so first of all, I agree with you. Like clients are an amazing source of information um, because I haven't lived in their shoes and there's a lot of things they go through that I've never, probably never will experience. So if they're willing to share those things, I mean, that's huge, right? That's valuable to me not only for future clients, because I think that's important to point out is that, you know, we don't have all the answers and, you know, no matter how many books you read or how many studies, how many case studies you review, you know, ultimately every person is individualized their approach and we can take something from every one of those people and reapply it in the future, you know, to someone else. Um, And, again case studies all those things are amazing i know you're getting ready to go through like a legit two-year period of growth um academically and anecdotally but for me the anecdotal information or the you know the experiential information that i've received through my coaching career has been way more valuable so i'm always appreciative for people who share and then
0: yeah i i want to say too like I think with us, our people say, "Oh, Kenny, you say you just say things in a way that helps me understand." My people say the same thing to me. They have to understand. It's the same way for us. Like the communication and the app and the DMs comment. This is how I learn. There's no other. I don't. The I, the only reason I'm able to deliver as a coach is because of my people, right? Wouldn't you say? I mean, yes. Yeah,
1: and I think. Like even our podcast, since we've started doing this, you know, I have my own, my people come to me and I'm sure you've had some that say like, you know, I really, the way Kendra said that, like it really resonated with me. Like we all might say the same, but they hear it differently or they're ready to receive it differently when it's said by someone else, maybe a little more articulately or maybe because they lived it um, and they can resonate, it resonates with them. But I think the other thing, Kendra, that makes us different and we've talked about this, but we've lived a lot of life. I'm not, I'm not regurgitating quotes that I've heard from Jaco. You know, I'm, I lived life. You've lived life. Like
0: hmm.
1: we, we've, we've said and done all these things ourselves. You know, so I think that's important to recognize. You know, that's why I think we're able to relate and and deliver things differently than other people. I think that's yeah. why we have so many
0: yeah. clients. Yeah. I mean, this, this client I'm thinking about, I've never been 300 pounds where I feel trapped in a body that, you know, I can't get out of. So the only way I would even be able to communicate the things I do about that is, you know, when somebody trusts you enough to, to kind of share how they feel about things. Um, But I think this, this idea of a fresh start or starting over. I think if you could get rid of that in your vocabulary and like, I I know, I know people talk a lot about hating diet culture and all that. I don't really get too jammed up about that. I I actually don't even know what that means. Like sometimes, you know, it's like, I hate diet culture. I think for a lot of women it's the pressure to feel thin like anything associated with that um feels like that diet culture and some of that language i guess for some people diet culture feels like it's a temporary fix it's when you you guys can't see kenny but i will be talking okay and i will say something and he will smile and cover his mouth and as the speaker, <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want to stop what I'm saying. Cause I'm like dying to know what he's thinking.
1: <laughs> I, uh, you ready to get canceled again?
0: No, I think, oh. I think we need a rest.
1: Maybe I shouldn't say this then, but you'll agree. So I'm not too afraid to say it.
0: Okay. Uh-huh. It's you can say anything. It's just how you say it. That's the key
1: anything dis- you want well it's 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 relevant i think so do you know cool. what i dislike more than diet culture i don't use the word hate but it's i i can't stand it when i see it are the people that have found a way they've started and stopped so many times and they've decided that it's just too hard and at the spot they're currently in they're trying to convince themselves that they're happy just the way they are. Yes. That drives me nuts. Like, if you believe that, good for you. Like, I, I don't want, again, I'm sure there are people out there who are very happy the way they are. They're not concerned with changing. And I'm not, I don't want to throw, you know, I'm not trying to throw any rocks at them. Like, I'm. I'm happy for you. But I also have to ask myself, like, if you stand in the mirror and if you're not happy with what you see or the way that you feel after you walk upstairs or whatever it might be, can't play with your kids. How can you tell yourself you're happy? Because you know there's people who say that and they they don't feel great, they don't like where they are, what they're able to do, activity level wise. They don't look at mirrors anymore, don't get on scales anymore because they're not happy with it. Like if you're not happy, then you're not actually happy. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, and I think I think this is a really good one to talk about because. Okay, this is something I, I really want to be heard. Mm-hmm. I would never, not with my family, not with my friends, not with a stranger, not with somebody on Instagram, Um, I'm not going to pursue somebody and tell them they need to change anything. And in fact even if we're in a social situation and you ask me, I may not even bother telling you that, you know, I, I, I want to get to the gym. How, where should I start? Like, I don't actually think that in a five second conversation, I'm going to be helpful to you. So I might even say something like, you know, just start where you're happy and that's it. That's all you're going to get. Cause you're not going to take what I say that day and like go execute it. And I don't want to put you in that position. And sometimes people just talk to talk and they're not really asking. It's like a rhetorical question. Never would you catch me like commenting on a post or, or DMing a creator anywhere to impose my own beliefs that are true and science-based and based on experience on somebody, what Kenny and I get are people who, I I literally have a message where a woman said, I started on my fat loss journey. I got lazy. I found a group that suited me where I was. And I tried to convince myself that I was happy in my overweight body. And I'm not. And it's hard for me to admit that. And I would like some help getting leaner and healthier and stronger. So when we talk about this, it's not like just a a flippant judgment. It is because we get the fallout of people who are now no better off than they were. Now they've wasted two years trying to be happy in an unhealthy body and miserable and knew they had to do it anyway and finally came to terms with the fact that they were just being lazy so this isn't about like this it has nothing to do with just like oh this drives me crazy just because it drives me crazy it's because people are actually wanting help and somewhere along the way start to slow that down and convince themselves that no i'm happy where i am and we get them after they've wasted time wasted money and they're you know and wasted years and I don't know why, it just it's sad to me. It bothers me, just like no, I, it bothers you.
1: Yeah, I mean, that was well put. I mean, that's exactly right. Because again, like you and I have talked about it. I have never in my life, one time in my life, slid into someone's comments, DMs, text messages, or anything and told them they need to change. The only people I work with are people who have come to me asking for help and changing Right. So I think that's a great way to put it. So for me, I started I I legitimately started for the last time, like back in 2009. I've had, you know, ups and downs in that period, but I have never totally restarted. You know what I mean? Like I've never said, like, is it restarting today? I've gotten back on track. I've done a lot better. I've been in better places for sure. But I will say this, you know, you talk about that, that dopamine hit with starting over, you know, or having that like fresh start mentality. There have been times when I've been able to lean into a certain day, you know, because I do believe that like life is a marathon filled with a bunch of sprints.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: So sometimes I do create in my own life that dopamine hit, right? I'm like, okay, I'm deciding that to like, I'm not starting over, but like, Hey, you know what, Kendra on Monday. I'm going to go really hard for eight weeks. Like I'm going to do all the things. So I create that dopamine hit, even though I'm not saying I'm restarting, it's more like a, I'm just getting more focused during this time. How's that? hit? Yeah.
0: You? I mean, I love that. Cause it's almost like now we're getting into the solution. Okay. So coach, you say, I'm not supposed to fresh start. What do I do? Well, you never stop with the basics, just remove fresh start and set goals. Like, I love that. That to me is goal setting. That's like, I I have to have a goal, Kenny. Like if I don't have a goal, I will get distracted. I get like a little depressed. I'll be honest, like I just I get like down. I start to like waffle and waver and I feel I I love to lock into something and then go chase it. I fought that for a long time. Like I thought I was supposed to be somebody like I You know, you always have to have something you're chasing. Why? Well, I've I've actually been like that my whole life, and I like that about myself, and I'm okay with that now. So the eight weeks to you feels like it's not start over. It's like, yeah, that dopamine is exciting. Like I get that.
1: Yeah, and I I I really do like to lean into that. And to your point about goals, I think this is where people people I work with this is something they struggle with is real goal setting. I I think honestly, I believe most, most people in their mind, know something they want to accomplish. Most of the time they're just afraid to say it out loud because we're going to hold them accountable. Once they tell us, you know, like, Hey, this is my goal. This is where I want to be. Would you help me get there? Well, once you say that I'm taking that seriously, like you tell me that you communicate that to me now, I want to make sure that we help get your actions (laughs) and your behaviors aligned against, you know, getting to that goal. But I do believe now
0: now I'm in it. Oh, now you, now we're in it. Now I'm invested.
1: Right. And now we've ratcheted it up, right? Like (laughs) to your point again, we can't start over on Monday. Like I have to actually be committed to this or Kenny's going to say, Hey, what happened? You said we were going to do this. Like that's, that's tough, man. That's tough.
0: It is tough. I, I love it. Like I have a couple clients right now who are just like fired up. Like when you get fired up, i get fired up too and they've all like all of them have had seasons of feeling like they're failing but they have learned that there's there's really no starting over and like i will read a message that's like there's no starting over but you know we have to tell ourselves that because it is it it is, is kind of like you know you want to wipe the slate clean you know the slate is filthy you're never gonna clean that thing up, and and who cares? Like, you don't need to wash yourself of your mistakes and your weaknesses. You need to, you need to like use them and stop doing that shit. But if you keep pretending they're not there, or you're gonna be a totally different person on Monday, you're not. Like, we we can't do that.
1: That's your point about reflecting, Kendra. Like, yes, you know. reflect. Making the same mistakes over and over. Clearly, you're not learning from your mistakes. Right. You're not going to learn until you go back and evaluate, like, okay, why did I find it important to have those four cupcakes, like, at the birthday party? Like, if that didn't align with your goals, like, why did you fall into that trap again? Like, you know, like, again.
0: Okay, but let's take that. A lot of people will go, and I know people listening can relate. They'll be like, oh, well, fresh start. It's like, well, okay, time out. Time out. And sometimes I will, I don't have the energy personally to battle somebody. Yep. Fresh start. Cool. Like I, you know what I mean? Like I, to be honest, like sometimes I'm not in the mood. I'm just, I'm, I am, I am, I'm drained myself. You want a fresh start? Those things didn't matter. Fine. But most of the time, if you're going to tell me fresh start, new day. It's in the past. I'm going to give myself grace. I I will take a time out. Like we have to talk about that habit. Okay. Like grace isn't for cupcakes and cookies. I think this is over. Like grace is for people who fuck up, who you need to forgive and have grace for. I think we're just overusing this a little bit in the I read a lot in the nutrition space. Like you keep giving yourself that grace. I've seen people give themselves grace in the form of 30 pounds, 30 pounds of grace. Like that is not going to help you. That's yeah. not what grace is for. I mean, you got to learn. Makes, yeah.
1: What? Well, I think everybody makes mistakes, but when you make the same mistake more than once, it's almost always a choice. It's not now a, mistake. It's a
0: choice. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so that, that I think, if we get down to what somebody could could take away, I think, number one, literally just eliminate fresh start or starting over from your vocabulary. Number two, I know, and I, I had a, a team check-in last night, and I had a woman who has lost 60 pounds, gained 20 back, came back, head hanging between her tail, you know, again, but it takes a lot to come back you know what i mean like i i think it takes a lot of courage to 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 come back but i did encourage her to sort of understand why this is a why this is a pattern you know so we'll see we'll see but it's it's like i think if you have done that and you have put yourself in that position you've got to spend some time reflecting and learning. So I think that's number two, like reflect, learn, and don't just kind of pretend like that didn't happen, you know, really. And she did say, she's, she's like, I need to start journaling now she may, or she may not, but like, that is the next step for somebody who's in a cycle of starting over. And, and with every start over digging yourself deeper into a hole. Like that's an interesting one, right? Like you're starting over and you gain five pounds, you know, <laughs> like, and you just keep kind of dig, driving the the wheels deeper into the mud, the harder you try.
1: That was, so that was too, I mean, what about the fact that in order to stop starting over or eliminate that, there's gotta be a target. There's gotta be a reason. For you to keep going right there's got to be a palpable goal that means enough to you that you'll stop making those excuses you know it just i again this is a really broad goal but it means something to me you know living a long healthy life and being in my kids my grandkids and my wife's life for as long as possible is important now i know that's not very tangible i know it's not very measurable i know it's not very specific I get it, but for me, it's enough every day to wake up, sit up, lace up, and show up. That's it. Every day, right? So I, I do think it's important that you gotta give yourself a reason not to start over. It's gotta be important.
0: Yeah, I love that. I, I think for me too, it's now at almost 50. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm locked into this idea that I want to wake up on 50. And feel really good about my decisions. Like I want to feel good about all of them.
1: Well, that's the cool thing about it. Once you turn fifty, you'll be like, I want to be a badass at fifty-five.
0: So that's that's my point. Is like now I'm like, let's say I have like twenty-five 30,
1: years left. Let's give you thirty-five. You're a young. See, you're a young. Yeah. Forty-nine. Okay, 40 I have thirty-five
0: 50. years left. Okay. Yeah. for me, it's like, I've already done all the things, like I've eaten all the food, I've drank all the drinks, I've done all that. That is not living a little for me. Sometimes it is, but I would never be like, I'm not attaching living a little with what I eat. That's not like, but I I trained myself to get there, by the way. Like, I understand the concept of like balance and live a little, like I get that, but that isn't really any more like what's important to me. I am so locked into this, like, I would like to be stronger at 51. Now I would like to to be, see, you guys can't see, but he's doing it again. Now he's laughing and covering his mouth. And, (laughs) but I, it's enough for me, same thing. And then it got to the point where it's actually enough for me to want to wake up every day and feel proud of myself. Like that is literally my goal.
1: No, I was just laughing because, you know, you were talking about balance. And I was thinking, and again, I keep going back to the cupcakes because it's, it's hilarious. I hear about it all the time, but mm-hmm. have you ever passed up a cupcake and the next day you were like, man, I really wish I ate that should cupcake. I should have
0: binged on that thing. No.
1: But how many times have you had the cupcake and you were like,
0: oh, oh I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. I, I shouldn't, shouldn't have, it. have had that.
1: But, but here's the cool thing about it. And I was talking to my people. This week, when I was walking up that mountain, you know, we were chatting about goals and stuff. Can you on tell goals. us what
0: the mountain was again? Because my team saw that and they're like, we want to do that. What's the mountain?
1: Yeah. So out in Colorado Springs, the uh, Minitou, 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 it's spelled M I N I T O U, Springs or the Minitou Incline. Um, mm-hmm. It's in Colorado Springs Um, and it is a 2,700 step, it's a steep elevation climb. It's a good walk. You know, that's what it is. Takes for most people anywhere from, you know, if you're stepping it out, people finish it in like 45 minutes, some people hour, hour and 15, hour and a half. So, but it's just it's a really great, safe hike with some beautiful vistas that to me is a really cool bucket list thing, I think, Mm. to do. I've done it twice. It was awesome. But I was talking to my people while going up the hill, and you know, we kind of talked about this whole goal thing we're talking about right now. Well, I was talking, they were listening and breathing hard. <laughs> Shout out Team Claymore!
0: Shout out Team Claiborne.
1: <laughs> One of the girls, she's like, you know, you talk the whole way. Like, yeah, what's well, kind of my job? You know, it's kind of like what we do. And they were happy to listen because they were, you know, breathing hard. But anyway, the point is, is that I was trying to explain to them, like they're responsible for their own goals. Like I th- people come to us sometimes like, You know what should I do? You know, like what's what? What should I be doing? What should I be headed towards? You know, it's it's incumbent upon the person to create the reason why. You know, they're going to do all the things that's necessary. Like I, I don't look to someone else for a reason to continue my journey. I make it up. Like if if there's nothing out there that's I need to get after. Again, I might just use a random day on the calendar. Like I'm going to go hard for eight weeks. I'm making up a reason to have that dopamine hit, to have that Mm -hmm. reason to continue, to have that reason to lock in. Like they're responsible for that. And you know, it's ever moving. You know, so you talked about, like, I want to be a badass at 50. Then you want to be a badass at 55. Then you want to be like, well, you know what? Did you know I'm a bodybuilder? I'm going to do that at 60. You know, like, like there's all these. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's incumbent upon, you've got to create it. No one's going to do it for you. And you've got to sit back and figure out what it is that makes you tick and then go after it. That's yeah, and I, you-
0: I agree. I think some people need a little, they need to hear that though. So like, this is probably a good episode for people who struggle with goals because you know, when you're when you're not sure you're not where you want to be, but you see other people, especially in our groups that are progressing and you know, personal development is at a all-time high, they're winning a challenge. You kind of may question your direction and where should you be and what what should you be doing? But the truth is like a lot of these people We can't really, we don't really know what's going on at home. Like what's in, in your personal life that needs to, that needs to move out of the way that that's important to you. And it's really hard to get that through, you know, an app, first of all. And second of all, like there's no wrong answer when it comes to goals. It's basically anything that will keep you fucking going, literally anything that will keep you going, marathon you want to run a marathon cool you want to walk a 5k cool you want to just you know go to the gym tomorrow that's your goal cool like whatever gets you up and following your plan is a great goal
1: and to the point of this whole podcast do you know why so many people are great at starting over because they're so fucking awesome at quitting
0: yeah if you yeah
1: if you want to start being awesome at winning you have to fucking win more Like that's it. Like at some point, you're gonna have to stop quitting in order to get to where you want to be. And that's like my superpower, Kendra. It's it's yours too. And it's available for everybody. That's the cool thing about it. Like, I've never been the fastest. I've never been the strongest. I've never been the biggest. But I'll be damned if I don't show up every single day. I'm relentless. Like I will. Relentless, you to death. Like I, I will do whatever it takes. People think I'm lying. Like 31 years, I didn't have a sick day. You know, was I sick? Oh yeah, plenty of times. But I refused to quit. You know, like that's that's a superpower, right? That's a superpower.
0: It's a superpower. So you never ever ever have to start over. But the way to not have to do that also is to never stop and. I always say like, I'll have people who like take full rest weeks and I'm like, what are we resting from? We don't need rest weeks. You need to keep the momentum going unless you're training for something and, and you have a strategic rest week planned. Nobody needs a week off, not from your diet, not from your exercise. Like that to me is the great, that's the first sign of like, oh man. The wheels are coming off the bus, you know, it's, it's the process is starting. You can't give yourself that kind of leeway.
1: If if people listening don't believe us, all you have to do, like, it's easy. This is so easy to figure out. And like, you want to know what it feels like? All you have to do. And I know this sounds so easy. All you have to do is win one time at something you always fail at. That's it. So like if you can't make it through a weekend on track, I promise you, if you say I am committed to this, I'm going to make it through this weekend and you do it and you had failed so many times before, I promise you on Monday, you're going to feel so empowered to do it again. But you've got it at some point. You're going to have to win to feel that if you're giving up, you're never going to get there
0: you know, and, and you're making me realize too, you will become addicted. Like once I lo- locked into the, just, I want to be proud of myself every day, by the way, like I still set goals. Like I'm still doing it. Like, cause it's, it is a, it it keeps the ball rolling, but you become real addicted to feeling better. And when you're out at that party and everyone's drinking and eating like shit and you're not, and you're thinking, I am going to be like, I am winning right now because I don't have to wake up tomorrow feeling bad and I don't have to wake up tomorrow. Like I'll start Monday after I go have this greasy meal to help my hangover. Cause it doesn't matter anyway. Cause I already fucked it up. Like you'll be addicted. Like that's where I'm at now is. And, and let's, let's take that weekend. Okay. Let's take that weekend where you never can get through a weekend without over drinking and overeating. Okay. For you to not do that, You may have to literally like lock yourself in your house, binge watch Netflix, let everybody else go and get through the weekend. You may have to journal. You may have to isolate your, I don't know how bad it is, but some people, for some people it's bad. Like they are, their weekends are wild and (laughs) those weekends set them back so far and you kind of can't even imagine what you're like, no, Kendra, you don't understand. Like, I'd have to say no to this, this, say no. Like, they'll you'll survive, say no, and see how you feel Monday. You are not going to be like, oh, I should have gone. No part of you will be like, man, I'm so bummed I missed that party. You will be sober. You will be clear-minded. And you will look back and you will think to yourself, oh, my gosh, I survived. And it wasn't even like, and I know exactly what happened at that party. And it's what happens every other weekend. And when I want it, it's going to be there. But right now I have a goal and that will be as addictive as, and as great a dopamine hit as starting over has ever been for you.
1: Yeah. Cause I do believe that like, if you do wake up on Monday and you do have FOMO over that party, like legit FOMO, like you feel like you missed something, then you value that behavior more than you do change. Right. Like that's probably the first thing you got to figure out. Like yeah. you really.
0: Yeah. Definitely. Well, hopefully, for those listening, you are in a place where you feel like you don't have to keep starting over. It's rolling. Use those difficult times to kind of figure out where you're struggling and you got to make change. And like Kenny said, like if it's the fact that you quit every week, Force yourself to go to the gym, even if you hate it and you feel terrible. You will wake up the next Monday so proud of yourself. You really will. Just keep going for that feeling.
1: Can I say one thing totally off course here? Because I know you yeah, get Rachel. Please. Really I wanted to share this because you experienced it as well. So this weekend, I had a lot of one on one time with Hannah Ray jokes. Aww. It's a really weird thing because again, I know you felt this way, but when you're with her, like she does a great job of making you feel like, you know, you're valued in her life. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? She, the way she talks to you, the way she engages, with like, I felt great. It was awesome. We had a great time this weekend, but bro, when you walk in a room with Hannah Jones, like you could not be more unimportant to everybody else in the room. <laughs> like it is all eyes on her right? all, the t- all the
0: time. All the time.
1: I don't know the word I'm looking for here, but, like, I definitely was, like...
0: Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. All eyes, and you could be anywhere. It's not yeah. even a first-form event. You could be in the grocery store. It's yeah, the exactly. strangest thing.
1: I walked to the airport with her, and yeah. I've never seen in my life.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's Ugh. bizarre.
1: But she's and- the most hungry. An awesome person.
0: She's the mo- well. She only makes you feel like you're the only one in the room because that's how she feels about you. She does not. If she does not feel that for you, she's not doing that. But sure. she's just. It is so funny how you disappeared. You try going to the beach with her, and then you, everyone disappears. Like that's like that was a mistake for me to do that. I'm never doing that again. No, I'm just kidding.
1: But I, I would never do that. That'd be a, that'd be a bad move. <laughs> bad look. <laughs>
0: yeah it's it's unbelievable yeah she's she's just she's glows
1: i don't think i'd mind taking my shirt off around a bunch of other 50 year old dudes but doing it next to hannah jones yeah
0: hannah hannah jones i mean yeah
1: it would look like yeah. some left my room except to get food yeah to go- i'm
0: so curious to see how she's going to age you know I'm always so curious. Like my mother says the same thing about me. She's like, I wish I was going to be alive to see if your arms are going to get worse. <laughs> I'm like, well, I don't know. She never, you know, their generation didn't lift weights. So she's very fascinated by like.
1: This is all really new for the whole. World. I, this is, kinda... it is new.
0: Yeah. For, for like your average woman to be like jacked isn't, isn't normal. You know? You well, are I mean.
1: No, no, you are.
0: I, I'm not really jacked. I'm not saying that.
1: But like,
0: you know, it's weird. Sometimes I think I am, and sometimes I totally think I'm not. It is like, I, I do believe that bodybuilding sets you back in your mind.
1: Well, let's talk about that because okay. that's a conversation. All right. So, what goes through the mind of Kinder Jarrett? Like you're sitting there, and like you put on a shirt that's got loose sleeves. And you're like, dude, I'm losing it, man. Like, I'm not jacked at all. Or you're around Hannah, right? And you're like, well, shit. You know, okay. like, well, talk yourself off that ledge because a lot of people would be like, I'm never going to get to where I want to be. Like, this is impossible. You know, talk yourself off. All that right. Ledge.
0: Well, being, okay. So being with Hannah is different. Like, if I'm yeah. at an event with Hannah and Claire, I mean, I'm basically like, it's just a slow decline. <laughs>
1: I, but I promise you, though, <laughs> they both if you had to ask their true opinion under true serum, they would both want to look like you at your age.
0: Yes. No, I, I get that. But the beauty of my friendship with them is that we're so far apart in age. If I were going to compare myself, I would compare myself to a peer. You know, I I've never I'm never like, oh, looking at my. You know, like, so I I have a good perspective there, but two of the coolest women at first form are Hannah and Claire. I think the most authentic, loyal to the brand, just down to earth, super hard workers, all the things like, I love those two girls and Hannah. Like when I'm with Hannah, she's always, she's like, I'm obsessed with you. I love you. And I feel the same way about her. So we, we have, we have a very unique relationship. You probably are coming to get understand that too for yourself with her but like it's the weirdest thing like especially the more I learned about like carbohydrates on the body and and you know body composition and all of these things when I was doing that bodybuilding competition I think like sometimes we just have bad body image days like it's just nothing changed from one day to the next and you may just have a couple days of like bad body image days. And I think that's normal.
1: It can change hour to hour, right? Like you can right. like, get up, true. Get like gym and you're like, man, I look great today. Then you yeah. go home and you yeah. put on a pants and you hit the doesn't wrong feel
0: angle. Right, Yeah. It doesn't feel right. Yep. Yeah. It's, yeah it's really strange. It, yeah. It's really strange, but I also, I step outside of myself. I coach myself. Like I am my own coach these days. I take my words that I would say to anybody else, which is like, you're proud of yourself, right? Like, so this is the first problem. If you're sabotaging yourself, you can't say you're proud of yourself. You don't get to feel good about the decisions you've been making, And that's really toxic for people. So for me, I like to make good decisions. I like to get to the gym. I like to feel good. And at the very least, if I'm having a weird body image day, I look in the mirror and I say, fuck you for saying that about yourself. Like, you're good, man. You're good. Keep going. And also, like, don't get too caught up in that. It's just the way you look and feel today. Like, don't get twisted about that. You're doing a good job in life.
1: And I just went through this. Like, oh, I bet. Remember, you know, coming out of this shoulder surgery, like, I didn't like make a decision to start over. Like, I was forced to restart from that point moving forward. I didn't quit. I just couldn't. Right. Like, there's a difference. I wanted to, I was just unable. But now, remember, I had a really, In my mind, I had a very negative body recomposition when I couldn't do resistance training, regardless of making pretty good nutrition choices. Like every day I would go to the gym and I'm like at this point, you know, four months, no resistance training. I'm a shell of myself who I was just back in December. Right. Mm -hmm. So here we are in April, May ish, June. I'm in the gym, like the same people that were walking up to me like, hey, man, like, what are you doing? Now I see them judging me right in my mind, like it's attacking me. Like, dude, what are you doing here? Like, just go home and work out, you know, just do it at your house. Like you don't need to be here, but I kept, like you said, self-coaching myself. Like, look, Kenny, Mm -hmm. you're doing all the right things. You're taking the right steps. It's just a matter of time before you back where you were just keep going. Like it was on me to be responsible for my own progress. Like no one else was going to do it for me. No one was going to show up and talk to me in my ear and say nice things and like kind of push and pull me forward. I just kept showing up day after day saying, I will get back, keep doing this one day at a time, one good decision at a time. And I just, to your point, it never quit, right? I, I'm just doing what I can in the moment and pushing myself forward just a little bit. Of-
0: yeah. And you, well, that's a really interesting point too, because you have, you know, it, dude, thank God for the accountability of, of being a coach. And this is where to me, like our careers save us because you have to show up even when you're feeling terrible. And then you get to use that to help other people who also go through that. But th- that injury for you could have been and for most people that in fact, a lot of people quit because of an injury and dig themselves into a hole. And you don't have to do that either. It's like you said, you, your starting point was now different, but you weren't starting over. Like this is a rolling, these are just, these are episodes in a life that's, that's rolling. It's, you know what I mean? And they, they, one bleeds into the other. So now you get to take, you get to take what you've learned and you can apply it. You'll probably be a better coach. You'll be well, actually it's probably worse for your people now because now they really don't have any excuse. <laughs> it is like it's like, sorry guys, you know?
1: Oh yeah. Like, oh I, I twisted my ankle. Oh, oh, sorry
0: yeah. to hear Like Sounds sounds like an ouchie. You still have your arms work, right? I mean Yeah. Yeah, I think I think that's 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 always a good discussion. Like how how we see ourselves. Um I, I also have You know, I have a lot of people who, oh, this area, this area, I have the same thing. I have these areas that are problems for me that are harder to get lean than other areas. Like, you know, for me to have a six pack, I have to be so lean, like so lean. So I've been working on building that area, but it's fun. Like it's, it's like, it's fun to know that you could try to tackle new things and see what happens if you commit to it long enough, you know? Just don't put yourself in a position where you feel like you have to start over. That's, that's the biggest, the biggest thing, you know, waking up proud of yourself every day. I can't tell you, it goes such a long way. Is that it from you?
1: Yeah, I'm good.
0: Listen, if you enjoy anything about this content anywhere, please follow coach Kenny on Instagram, five-star reviews. Uh, Never ever do we mean to be offensive but right. we both have tendencies to say things sometimes always though intended to help. And then sometimes we're just shooting the shit as coaches. So don't come for us. We won't come for you. We love our clients. So I think this is number one goes without saying, but sometimes I feel like it's good to say that, you know, we're just- and I do think
1: sometimes in this type of environment, like it's reaching people without talking them to them rec- to them directly And they're more able to hear what we're saying without taking it, you know, because if you shoot someone an individual message, it can be definitely heard differently.
0: Yeah, right. So maybe something will hook on to you. All we're trying to do is live to see another day, keep thriving and not not quitting. That's the whole that's the whole point. I think that's what a good coach is doing. At some point, you know, everything you need to know. Now, our job is to just keep pushing you forward. And that's what this is for. So thank you guys for listening.